Get equipped and re-energized for a new season of ministry at the Etch Family Ministry Conference. Bring your whole team no matter where you are and experience the Etch Conference live via simulcast. Register today at etchconference.com. Listeners, welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, at least I hope it is, the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Peters. As we record this episode, it is Friday afternoon, and uh, my guests and I have both been in meetings all day long, and we're both a little bit brain fried, but also a little bit excited about things. So I'm joining me again today is Jeremy Carroll. Hey, Jeremy, how are you? Hey, Chuck. It has been a day, not a normal Friday, but it's been a good day still. It's been a busy day, a full day, but a really exciting and productive day as we talk about how we can serve the church better through Lifeway Kids and all the things we do. Jeremy, you lead our discipleship team and our VBS team as manager over those resources that we make. There's just a lot of exciting things that we have, isn't there? There, there's so many exciting things coming down the pipe. So many things that we can't even talk about yet that we're we're starting to to, to brainstorm on and ideate. Um, but yeah, this the the teams that we work for and with and alongside, uh, just a lot of great things coming out of our our publishing teams over the next uh, twelve months or so, and we're really excited about them. Yeah, we're we. Um you know, listeners, we uh, work pretty far down the road on VBS. And so although we are just finishing up a year where we've had both Concrete and Cranes and Destination Dig available, many of you had the option to choose one or the other, we've announced Spark Studios for next year. We are deep in development. In fact, we're a little behind where we should be on <laughs> the next theme for VBS, which That's will right. be for, what is that, 2023? Three. Yeah, 2023. Yeah, so Listeners, we're already thinking 23. So although the songs of Concrete and Cranes and Des Destination D are stuck in our head, and the new ones for Spark Studios as well, we are already down the road on what's next. We can't tell you because we, we're, we're sworn to secrecy. We are. But, uh, but man, it's just trust us when we say VBS is super exciting and we couldn't be more enthusiastic about what's coming. That's not what we're talking about today. That's just <laughs> what you and I have been meeting about in some of our meetings that yes. happened this morning. That's right. We're here to talk to you. Jer Jeremy, you and I talked recently about creating a sense of team uh, with your volunteers. And we talked about how the way that we dress and the way that we interact with huddles and high fives and the coaching that we need to get, give are things that can help us be better leaders for our team, help our, help the people who are on our teams engage more with ownership of our ministries, um, celebrate and elevate them as leaders, that we identify them with a shirt or a lanyard or some way that says this person is, uh, is, is important here. And so that was our last episode. Lis listeners, if you, um, the last time Jeremy and I did an episode, mm -hmm. if you missed that, please go back to kidsministry101.com and look through the archives and look for that episode on Team Talk that we just did recently. You don't want to miss that one. Now, that's that conversation is not necessarily prerequisite for this one. So if you want to finish listening to this episode and then go to that one, I think we're OK with that. Are yeah. OK with that? Yeah, I think that's right. That's right. That's OK. <laughs> or if you do, if you would prefer, knowing this is uh, not really a series, but it's a continued discussion, if you want to pause right now 
and go listen to the 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 first team talk that Jeremy and I did together about creating a sense of team. You, that's okay. We're all right with that. Also, we're we're pretty chill. Yeah, we are. And you know, this is it, it's it, it's good you say it that way because really each of the conversations are are separate. But when we finished the last conversation, we were talking about celebration, and uh, I have spent. A lot of time uh, over the past couple of months. In fact, uh, some of our listeners are probably with me um, at Centrikid. And if they were with me during an adult gathering, we one of the things that I did during the adult gatherings as camp pastor is we walked through the book of Philippians. And I've just come to love the book of Philippians. And uh, Chuck, as you and I were talking about uh, talking about teams and things, uh, just that conversation we were having about teams. Uh, it's just one of those little things that, that inside me, in my mind and in my heart, I want to attribute to the Holy Spirit. I think that's fair mm. that I noticed and recognize that Philippians really is a book in which Paul is talking to his team. This this mm. church in Philippi that gathered around him and, and he loved on them and they loved on him. And there was some encouragement. It's really an encouraging letter. And uh, and so I just started looking and seeing all of these sort of team thematic elements in the book of Philippians. And so I wanted to, to, if I could talk with you a little bit more about what does that mean? What, is, what does Paul say about rejoicing in with your team, rejoicing in the Lord with your team? Totally, totally. And let's, and let's get into that. So we had ended our last conversation as, as you had said, with the idea that we need to give out high fives. Mm-hmm. When something good happens in our ministry, we need to make sure that we as leaders pull the team together and celebrate what happens. We need to we need to identify it, we need to recognize it, we need to talk about it, and we need to celebrate it with the team. When a child makes a decision for Christ or when something important happens, we need to make sure that we share that news. So many of us when we're in the throes of ministry miss the opportunity and it's an opportunity that we have to choose to take. We miss the opportunity or we forego the opportunity to stop and to pause and to celebrate. So we're so driven often about what's next and we're busy and we get caught up in doing and doing and doing. We need to remember for, for our own sake and for the sake of those who serve with us, it is really important to build a culture where we celebrate and acknowledge good things that happen. Yeah, that's that's right. And so to, to guide this conversation today, we're going to use use the uh, acronym TEAM, T-E-A-M. And uh, some of the things are going to be celebration. But let's just think in terms of uh, Paul's a constant rec- encouragement throughout the book of Philippians is to rejoice in the Lord. And sometimes we'll talk about this more. Sometimes that's good things that happen. Sometimes he even says rejoicing in the difficult things that happen. Yes, and that's OK. And so so to start out. Our acronym TT is for teamwork. So we want to celebrate our teamwork. And again, in a previous episode, we talked about how everybody has positions and that's as, as a team, everybody has roles and giftedness and all of that. But um, we all have, we all come together, whether um, whatever our role is, we all come together to work together, give our gifts for the team, for the whatever the win is in our ministry. And I think that's that. So, so when we're talking about celebrating uh, team talk, celebrating with our team, first letter is T for teamwork. Celebrate teamwork. See, and that's so important. We talked, you know, again, we talked before, but as a standalone episode here, yeah. we know in ministry, we are not intended to do it alone. That's right. And so if you are a Lone Ranger minister, it's going to be exhausting. Uh, I refer to Exodus 13 uh, often where Moses' father-in-law comes and says, you know, you're not meant to do this alone choose people from among you to do this. And he says, if you do, if you take my advice, 
you will have endurance and that people will leave satisfied. Mm -hmm. That's a promise that comes out of choosing team over self. Yeah. And so, boy, choosing team is biblical and, and celebrating teamwork is something really that God made us to work together with other people, not in isolation. That, that we need to be careful. And, and I say this as somebody who I've been on church staff, I've been a kid's pastor, and it is very tempting uh, it's very tempting as a Christian is in general, but especially as, as, a, as a, as a church leader, whatever that role or title looks like, it is very tempting to have this very self-absorbed, if we're honest, to have a very yeah. self-absorbed mentality about the ministry we do and that we feel like we should be able to, and we try to do it all. And that's not, as you just said from Exodus, that's never been God's plan. Um, that we know that's not been God's plan in the Old Testament. That Exodus example you gave, we know that's not God's plan in the New Testament. When He when He tells us we're gathering together and we, um, the the first church Acts two, listening to the disciples teaching and and uh, gathering together and uh, pr for prayer and uh, Philippians, I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter four that talks about the giftedness. We know that the, pl the plan for God's people has never been to be separate, to be these lone rangers. It's always been to be together, and we should celebrate that. And the great thing about it, Jeremy, that you and I both live in our own lives is, I mean, we're on a team together, mm -hmm. you and me, along with a bunch of other just really gifted and talented people. Each member brings their own spiritual gifts, their own aptitude, their own proficiencies, their own abilities. And if you pull, if you have the right people together on a team, you can do so much more than any one person alone, oh, right? Because right. so much of choosing a team is about um, uh, teaming up to offset each other's weaknesses mm -hmm. and to enhance each other's strengths. And so when I'm alone, I have many, many weaknesses <laughs> that I'm sure that the people who, who work closely with me are aware of, mm. but their strengths offset my weaknesses. And it's such a testimony to what, how God designed us to work together. And, and so celebrating teamwork, that's teamwork. a great word. Great word. All right. The next one. So E, so T for teamwork, E for encouragement, E for encouragement. And again, going back to Philippians, we see this over and over and over again, how Paul will say in, in Philippians four, chapter 14, for example, he tells the Philippians church, you did well. He says, you did well. And then, he, uh, in, uh, after that, he says um, that they alone, the Philippian church alone, they came alongside him when nobody else did. And mm -hmm. it was just this word of encouragement. Even go back to Philippians chapter one, where Paul says, um, he who began a good work in you, he who started good work, in you, he's got to carry it on a completion. So That's this right. idea, just be encouraged, be encouraged. And I Which, think by we, the way, let me let me interject here. Jump on, jump on. Which, by the way, was the theme verse for Concrete and Cranes. Yes, <laughs> you began a good work in you. We'll be faithful to complete it in Christ. That's concrete. And you're speaking VBS, Jeremy. You can't I, help it. I can't help it. I'll, I'll, you're just lucky I didn't start singing it. I, it happened in my head, but I've refrained for the it rejoice, uh, rejoice, enjoyment of our listeners. I refrain from the singing. Um, but but Paul is writing this letter to the Philippian church to encourage them. Hey, you're on my team. You do you did well when you partnered with me. Uh, just we need to also celebrate with our team and we need to offer encouragement to them uh, now not, maybe now more than ever after the season that we have been through even some dark clouds that as we're sitting here um, going into the fall of 2021 there it kind of looks out on the horizon and maybe there's some dark clouds proverbial dark clouds that say we don't know what's going to happen we don't know with 
um, numbers rising up um, and, and all different kinds of things. We don't know what's coming. And so we, our team needs to hear as, as the coach, our players, our team needs to hear encouragement. And so we need to, to encourage them often through uh, personal, not just a bl- email blast to all of them and saying, Hey, you did great today or thanks, but specific. Hey, specific. Oh, specific. Yes. You did well. Let me, I saw this kid who really lit up when you were talking to them today, or they told me this story in, in a different hour when their Sunday school leader did this or their small group leader did this and uh, encourage them. Hey, you are doing well. You're gifted and God has empowered and gifted you uh, and gifted you to do what you're doing. And I'm so thankful you're a part of my team. They need to hear that. That were and, and we ha- we need to do that with words. Mm-hmm. So wor- words really do matter. We can feel uh, thankful for someone. Uh, we can we can observe them doing that good thing and be like, I'm so glad I've got Jeremy in that role. He does such a good job. But if I don't use words to communicate that to you, mm-hmm. uh, to that person specifically, I have to use words to do that. And so it can be really careful for us to just think those good things and never actually speak them. And it's so important that we that we actually speak that encouragement. Now you can write it, right? There's a you can use written mm-hmm. word, and that can be really meaningful. Just a short little card that just says, "Hey, I noticed you did this. Thank you for for that. You're doing a great job. I, you know, glad you're here." And that's it. It, yeah. it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be flowery or elaborate, but it does need to be personal and it has to be with words. Now it could be um, on the phone. It could be face to face. I think the more, uh, the more personal you can make it, the better. You mentioned not just like a, a an email to the whole team, uh, but face to face, eye to eye, in person, pat on the back, the physical pat on the back, that goes so far to inspire your team, especially as you look to help your volunteers feel valued. Because so many times we get them in a role, we turn them loose, and we never speak that word of encouragement because we're dealing, look, we're busy as leaders. (laughs) We have fires we're putting out, problems we're solving, but we need to make it a priority to celebrate through encouragement. Um, It also makes me think, Jeremy, that isn't that ultimately what we all desire? Mm -hmm. To the point where... (laughs) To the point, even if it's not your love language, words of affirmation, (laughs) but to the point where what is one of the promises that we have when we enter heaven? We want to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servants. We need to speak that over our people. Yeah. So as you're, as you're, you mentioned card, as you're talking, it reminded me that just recently, and this is, I'm not saying this to, to brag on me, but, but to brag on my kids pastor at my church. Yeah. So I, I used to be a kids pastor. I used to be on church staff, but now, um, my, uh, mantra as sorts as what I'm my service in my church where I, I serve every week, uh, Sunday mornings, I teach second grade, uh, Sunday school at my church. And I teach uh, fifth grade on Wednesday nights with uh, at my church. And when I joined the church and I started talking with them, getting to know my kids pastor and, you know, what, you know, how, where can I serve? I told him, I said, look, I've been a kids pastor. I know where you are. I know how hard your job is. Um, I, I just want you to place me wherever you want to be. My role, my job today is as a volunteer is to be the best volunteer that you can always count on. That's my, that's what I told him. And, um, and so recently, so we, I've been at this church for a little over a year, um, in this role as just, again, volunteer serving. Uh, and just, uh, just about two weeks ago, uh, I got in the mail a, a card and I think face to face is great, but even like 
cards are great too. And let me tell you, sure, he, yeah, they he, are. He um, he mailed me a card. Uh, he signed it. Um, the uh, associate, uh, uh, children's associate, signed it. The secretary signed it. And and this is what he said to me in the card. And you you said about being personal. He didn't just say, "Hey, thanks for serving," and that was it. He said, "You told me when we met that you wanted to be the best." most reliable volunteer you could be. And I just want to tell you, you're doing that. And I appreciate you. And the fact that he remembered that from a year ago, uh, really stood out to me, uh, gave me all the warm fuzzies, you know? And so yeah, that was a specific thing that he said that I said to him a while back and that he remembered. And that meant the world to me that he cared and remembered and sent me that encouragement note. Just really, really good. So specific is always a really big win. So we're, we're, we're spelling out the word team to talk about ways that we need to celebrate our teams. And so, Jeremy, you yep. said first we celebrate teamwork. Yep. Now we celebrate through encouragement. What's our letter A? So the next one's going to be a little odd, and I'm, I alluded to this a second ago. But the next one is Paul says we need to celebrate and rejoice in the Lord, even in adversity. And, and this is he said some things in uh, Philippians to the Philippian church. Um, I, I alluded or I said Philippians chapter four, verse 14 earlier. And I, this is kind of the, the verse, the whole thing is hinged on. He told the Philippian church, he said, you did well by partnering with me in my hardship. And, uh, earlier in, in Philippians chapter three, uh, he says, watch out for the dogs. So watch out for the people who are going to come in and, and try to take over and, and lead you astray. If we've been in ministry any amount of time, we all know that things don't go according to plan especially 20 uh, years, 2020 and year 2021, things have not always yeah. gone according to plan. There have been adversity. Some have been uh, abrupt in our face adversity. Some may have been a little more subtle, but regardless, we all face adversity. Our ministries face adversity. Our teams, our team members face adversity from time to time. And we deal with that. We, we address it, but what it should do as it, as, um, what I think Paul is reminding the Philippian church is, is yes, we are facing adversity. Yes, there's things out in front of us, but regardless of the adversity we face, we face it together as a team. We've said things like we win as a team. I say this to my soccer team all the time that I coach. We win as a team. We lose as a team. Everything we do, we are together. We're working toward the same goal. And whether we win or we lose, we do it together as a team. And I I think that sentiment is similar to what Paul is saying here. You're on my team. I am thankful that you're a part of my team. Even when we face adversity, we're going to celebrate even in the midst of adversity. Yeah, and maybe even especially in adversity. You know, there's mm-hmm. people that when things are going hard, you you are thankful to have friends around you, oh, right? Yeah. We talk about how a cord of uh, three strands is not easily broken. We we need to we need to encourage one another, but we need to encourage one another when things are hardest. Yeah. You know, and as we, we don't need to have fair weather friends or or only acknowledge the great things that's happening. We are better together when we stand together through difficulty. Um, I think another reason, and I've wrestled with this, Jeremy, but I think another reason that we that we should do as we're commanded in Scripture, we should, it says in James, give thanks in all circumstances. Right? Mm-hmm. We we want to we or, or well that's Paul, but we <laughs> but we know uh, when 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 trials come, mm-hmm. uh, when trials come, yeah. doing, right? Re- rejoice when those trials come, and it's not if they come; it's when they come. 
rejoice in them. And so, and we're promised that when we walk with the Lord, we will have persecution and we will have difficulty. That's the complete opposite of the prosperity gospel approach. Mm -hmm. But I think that we can mislead ourselves. And a lot of us do where we think if we're doing the right thing, it should be easy. And in reality, I think when we are doing ministry well, we have an enemy. We have a real enemy. Satan is a real opponent. He prowls around like a raging lion, a roaring lion who's looking to devour us. And Satan has an agenda that is counter to the one that you have in your ministry. He wants to discourage. He wants to disrupt. He wants to divide you Mm -hmm. and your team relationally. He wants to destroy everything about it because he hates children and he hates Jesus. And when children and Jesus come together, Satan is absolutely going to attack. And so we can celebrate when we have adversity because it's a promise that when we are doing what we're supposed to do, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a good word. It's just, I can't, I can't add, I was going to try to add something to it. I can't, you said it so well. All right, so let's go to the M. Let's go to the M. So celebrate in our teamwork, celebrate through encouragement, celebrate in the midst of adversity. And then finally, celebrate as we minister or as we do ministry. Um, so M is for ministry here. So here's what Paul said. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God was blows our mind if i can paraphrase just a little bit it's it, it beyond all yeah. comprehension be all on understand all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in christ jesus and as a team we need to we we are working toward the same goal we talked we've, we've said that a, a little bit earlier we're working toward the same goal we have a win in mind we've clarified what that win is we we pursue it as a team we're all functioning together in our own roles but we're doing it unit in unison or in unity rather mm. working toward a goal and we're and that work that we're doing is a spiritual work that is so important. Yes. It's so it's so much more important than any one individual, so much more important than you as a coach, so much more as important than your team members. But through God's graciousness, he's invited us into his work and we serve and we minister and we, we, we present the gospel to kids and we do that together as a team. And so as we minister, don't lose sight of the fact that there's the work of the ministry, which which we're all involved in doing in, in various roles yes. and positions and all that. But the, the, the second part of that, what I, which is what I don't want to miss that Paul's saying is, hey, don't 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 uh, don't be anxious. Don't worry. Let the peace of God guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus as you remember the spiritual aspect of the ministry you're doing. Fantastic. Great stuff. Great word. Listeners, I hope that you uh, are excited, too, about this whole concept of team. We are not meant to do ministry alone. We are meant to do this together. We're better together. Um, In our first conversation, Jeremy, as we talked about what it means to be on a team, there's so much rich meaning and value that that is spoken over a person just by being included on a team, being Mm -hmm. selected for the team, being, being dressed in the uniform for the team. But for us, especially as leaders, this challenge that you've brought today that we need to be, and God, and I think this is such a good word for us, just in our own spiritual walk, we need to be people who celebrate. Mm-hmm. We have every reason as followers of Jesus, even in adversity, to be people who celebrate all the good that God has done for us and all that he's doing in the world. Even when we can't see it, we know 
he who began a good work will be faithful mm-hmm. to complete it. And it's not based on our circumstance. But I, th- I think, Jeremy, we, man, the, a challenge that I feel from this today is we need to make sure in our ministries that we are faithful to build a culture where celebration is a regular part of what mm-hmm. we do. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and that celebration takes us to a point of contentment. And that's where Paul ends or, or it, it, there in the end of chapter four, he says, in, now he's talking about financial uh, contentment in that thing. But I think the application we can still draw is that when we're thankful, when we present our requests to God, so when we dwell on the things of God through through early parts of chapter four, he says, in any and all circumstances, I've learned the secret of being content. And what he says by that is he's saying, look, we here we are, we're together, we're, we're doing it. God is faithful to us. And at, in God's faithfulness, we can be content. And we, and when we do that, we celebrate, we celebrate that his strength is uh, our weakness is his strength. Absolutely. It is perfected in our weaknesses. Yes, it? it is. Yep. Absolutely. Well, and as we celebrate, I just want to make sure that we are absolutely clear when we celebrate and maybe just as we close the episode, this could be a good way to bookend this discussion. Mm-hmm. When we celebrate, guys, we need to make sure that we that our celebration is not man-centered. Yes. We are not celebrating because we did such a good job or because we are so talented or you are so gifted. We want to make sure that when we direct celebration, that we always do that in a way that's vertical. Mm-hmm. All Every good thing, every perfect thing, every victory comes from the Lord. There's victory in Jesus. Amen? <laughs> so our victory comes from him. And so we need to direct our celebration to God. So even as we come together to celebrate our teamwork and encouragement through adversity, and as we minister, let's always direct that praise and that celebration back to the Lord because it all belongs to him. That's right. That's right. Well, listeners, thank you. Jeremy, thank you for being back again. Hey, thanks for Man, having me. I, I love when we get to talk together about stuff like this. It's just, it's in, inspiring for me. So, man, I appreciate the way that you, I love the way you think. Let me give you a direct compliment. <laughs> I love the way that you think, Jeremy. You're, you, um, as you're doing a study, your own personal study, things like this emerge to you. You see this whole team thing as you study Philippians. Man, I love how your brain takes that apart and how you're sensitive to what God is saying. And you're faithful to bring this stuff to the surface and to share it through blogs and through seminars that you lead and through things like this. So thank you for your investment and for the way that you're sharing with the church. I appreciate that word, Chuck. That's, that's, that is a great model of encouragement. And, and it is, as you said, it's God's, I mean, God's working in us and, and you'll be faithful where we are. And I am, I, I am thankful to God that he has brought me to this team and that I get to just, just be here and be, do what I do um, for his glory as we serve churches all across the globe. Amen. And listeners, let me say this to you with confidence, wherever you are right now, you are not there by accident. I believe that God made you, he made you on purpose and he made you for purpose. And he put you wherever you are now with whoever you're with now for such a time as this, for you to have an impact right where you are today. So I want you to be encouraged as you lead your team, even if it is through a time of adversity. Jeremy, thank you for being here. Listeners, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. And I hope that this has been valuable and meaningful to you. 
Um, we would love to hear from you. Take an opportunity to to uh, click over through your feed, like Lifeway Kids in your on your Facebook feed, like and follow us, and feel free to comment there and share your thoughts uh, about what you're doing, your experiences about how you are celebrating your team and building that culture. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back again soon for another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. As kids grow, their understanding of foundational truths grows with them. Bible Studies for Life Kids helps you teach kids the way they learn best with curriculum that's designed for their specific age and stage of development. Get a step-by-step discipleship plan that you can trust for your babies through preteens. You can try free samples today at BibleStudiesForLife.com.